for WMRA News, I'm Bob Levicky. Charlottesville becomes just the third city in Virginia to allow public school employees to unionize. One new bill will provide more training for teachers on recognizing and addressing signs of childhood trauma. But Virginia's lax campaign finance system will remain mostly unchanged for another year. This is the WMRA Daily for Monday, March 6th. Employees of Charlottesville City Schools have won the right to collectively bargain. Licensed staff, including teachers, nurses, and librarians, will have the opportunity to bargain as a group, while support staff such as custodians and cafeteria workers will work together on their contract. A representative of the Charlottesville Education Association told the, the Daily Progress they will prioritize teacher pay and resources to support students when contract negotiations begin. Charlottesville is the third Virginia locality to approve collective bargaining for school staff after Richmond and Alexandria. The General Assembly passed legislation this year to provide more training for teachers on recognizing and addressing signs of childhood trauma. Nearly every lawmaker voted for the bill, and now it heads to Governor Glenn Youngkin for his signature. The idea for the bill came from a high school student. Megan Pauley with VPM News has more. Elijah Lee is a 15-year-old freshman in Richmond, but when he was in first grade, a friend confided in him and told Lee they had been abused. Too often, we're seeing our students who are being abused, who are experiencing trauma, they're slipping through the cracks, not because our teachers don't care, but because they're unprepared. Lee hopes the legislation will also help teachers more easily connect students to services like counseling. He says talk therapy in middle school helped him cope with the loss of his father when he was three years old. And it was never like, oh, I'm mad that he died. I think it was a lot of it was just talking through what happened. The governor's proposed budget and the House and Senate versions all include a record amount of state funding for student mental health services. Megan Pauley reporting. Virginia's lax campaign finance system will remain mostly unchanged. For another year, lawmakers shot down dozens of bills aimed at changing the laws. Ben Pavier, also with VPM News, reports. Virginia lawmakers from both parties spiked bills aimed at capping how much money they raise. They killed a bill banning fundraising during special sessions and others prohibiting politicians from dipping into campaign money for personal expenses. For Nancy Morgan with the advocacy group Big Money Out VA, Virginia's loose rules bring to mind a certain New York congressman. You know, I think George Santos just really come and run in Virginia because he'd feel quite at home. In 2021, lawmakers convened a group to study campaign finance reform. But the panel never met last year and never issued a final report. For now, the funds keep flowing. According to the Virginia Public Access Project, lawmakers raised more than a million dollars in the 11 days before the legislature convened in January. Ben Pavier reporting. Virginia's governor is now considering a number of bills aimed at the relationship between regulators and utilities. That's happening during a time when some key positions remain vacant. Virginia Public Radio's Michael Pope reports. The State Corporation Commission is not exactly a household name, but it has outsized influence over how electric utilities are regulated. And the three-member commission currently has only one member. That's because Democrats and Republicans can't agree on appointments. Harry Godfrey at Advanced Energy United says legislation to restore authority to the SEC is a good idea, 
but it won't mean all that much in the short term if the commission can't get a quorum. The reforms that have been passed by the General Assembly this session are really intended to operate over the long term to restore the authority of the SEC. But before we can get to that, we've got this immediate short-term need to have a fully functional SEC with a quorum of three judges on it. We just don't have that right now. Stephen Hayner at the Thomas Jefferson Institute says the battle over the SEC judges is really a battle over the future of energy policy in Virginia. I think the problem is because both sides see the judges as making decisions that have such high stakes. I mean, there really are some key decisions enforcing this Virginia Clean Economy Act. And there was a big debate before the SEC this year about the offshore wind project that could have gone a couple of different ways. Members of the General Assembly will be back in Richmond for the veto session in April, and they could appoint members to the State Corporation Commission at that time, or they could continue the gridlock and leave the positions unfilled. Uh, Michael Pope. Amazon says construction of the second phase of its headquarters in Arlington is being delayed. The Associated Press reports that the announcement comes following the biggest round of layoffs in company history. The Seattle-based firm has already hired more than 8,000 employees and will welcome them to the Met Park campus, the first phase of development when it opens in June. The company says it still plans to have a total of 25,000 workers in the area when the project is complete. State and local officials say the company has not yet been given any incentive money. Finally today, the Virginia Marine Resources Commission has extended the state's oyster season. WHRO's Catherine Hafner reports. The commission made the change after finding that the Virginia oyster stock is in its best condition in a generation. The agency says it's careful when making such a decision because the oyster population has only recently started to bounce back after decades of disease and overharvesting. The nonprofit Chesapeake Bay Foundation says the public oyster harvest will likely now be the biggest since the late 1980s. Harvesters are expected to take in more than 300,000 bushels this season, which equates to more than 30 million oysters. The season is extended by two weeks in March and April. It's only in certain waterways where the population is strong. Catherine Hafner reporting. For WMRA News, I'm Bob Levicky. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy your Monday. Monday.